Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Cues. I'm your host, Sam, and fuck the scores, fuck the guests, fuck the reviews. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. I want to hyperbole sandwich the shit out of this bitch. Yeah, don't worry about the plot either, because there's not a whole lot of that going on. What down. fucking plot? <laughs> Gungo's Bango. That's the plot of this movie, bro. Gungo Bang. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. 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 Jacket goes up, gun goes bang, man fall down. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Now, as you guys can see, we are doing the latest installment of John Wick. John Wick Chapter 4, as they call it. And Kahu is joining me. How are you, Kahu? I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a usual blurb, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 95% Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> 78% on Metacritic. Look at your disgust. <laughs> John Wick Chapter 4, uh, with the price on his head ever-increasing, legendary hitman John Wick takes his fight against the high-table global as he seeks out his most powerful players in the underworld, from New York to Paris to Japan to Berlin. Thanks, Google. That is fucking dreadful. Directed by Chaz Tahowski, stars Keanu Reeves. Is that the same director for all four films? Yeah. I've stopped caring. <laughs> yeah. When it, when it looks like this, who cares? Um, also stars Donnie Yen as Kane, Bill Skarsgård as Marquise, Marquise, what the fuck? Marquise. Marquise, yeah, that's one. Uh, Ian McShane's back as Winston again. Lance Reddick is back very briefly, R.I.P. as uh, Sharon. Hiroyuki Sonata is in, also in this as Shimazu. And uh, Lawrence Fishburne's back as the Barry King. Um, it is funny because... I'm sure the name of of the Marquis changes depending on who's saying his name. Sometimes he's the Marquis, sometimes he's the Marquis. It's like the pronunciation of Alderan or Alderon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same with Han, Han, all that sort of shit. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. um, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. Start with 10 that can be applied to any film. Then move through three personal questions that we thought of while uh, watching this film. If there's three of us, but because there's only two of us, we're going to do 13 questions that can be applied to any film. Before finishing on a Patreon question, when we start with Compliment Sandwich, if we liked it, or Shit Sandwich if we didn't, Hyperbole Sandwich if we want to give this a score over 10,000 out of 10,000, Kahoo, come on down, what are you giving this perfect movie? This perfect movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, okay, I'll start with a, a good thing. A good thing is a good place to start. There are some quite well choreographed deaths in this film. Uh, Come on, understatement of the year. This, these I mean, deaths some, in this are some, insane. Some, some of them are a bit mundane, and I mean, that's a bit kind of problematic when you just become so, so just. <laughs> just nauseated and dismissive of characters dying in this film but that's the whole point of the movie uh mainly the ones involving uh nobody's dog oh yeah and uh also the kyoto sequence there is a few good ones in that particularly when he john was in that room with the mirrors i think yeah that, that was good and that was when he that, turns into michelangelo from teenage Mutant ninja turtle <laughs> yeah 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 and that was the i think that was the first time he fought Kane as well in the yes. film. Yeah. Yeah. And exploding fire bullets. Those were cool. 
They were amazing. And it was cool how that was shot from the top down too. God damn it, stop taking my fucking things. <laughs> Didn't quite like that. Yes. Now, for a bad thing. No. The, the, the nigh non-existent plot of this film is just full of contrivances the whole way through. Rules are kind of broken and then only applied when convenient. And most of all, and and if anybody uh, saw towards the end of that series, Killing Eve, it was the same kind of concept. There's actually like the high table doesn't actually ever come into it. Yeah, why would it? <laughs> Which makes it seem like they've gone, oh, it's actually going to be too hard for John to hunt down all of these people Scott Pilgrim style. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have one representative of the them. elder. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. one dude. Yeah. Just one dude. And I'm sorry, I'm going to finish on a bad thing. What? And that bulletproof suits and tuxedos are just so stupid. Are you shit sandwiching this? <laughs> I am. Holy shit. Are you serious? <laughs> I, are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't know. Like, it's just. And, and as as we go through it, I'll, I'll get into more of the problems I have with it. I'm but. so glad I said nothing to you after this film. <laughs> I, was I was like, I'm really tired of me to go home. I can't believe this shit. I'm fucking flummoxed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's close to a to a 5,000 exploding bullets, so I'll go 4,999. You know, just because you have given this a shit sandwich, I was going to go compliment sandwich. I'm going hyperbole. <laughs> just to balance just it Just to balance you out, because I feel like you were so misguided on this. <laughs> so I'm going hyperbole. Fuck you. I'm not... I mean, admittedly, you're a bad thing about, you know, like, the no plot and all that sort of shit. I was like, yeah, that is kind of a bad thing. But, like, the good thing, like, the choreography in this is amazing. The fire choreography... Like, like, Keanu's an old dude, and it shows in some scenes, but they still manage to make him look badass in a oh, lot of you it. Do, you don't reckon they just do a lot of shaky cam to make it look a bit more action-y? Yeah, we're not getting to, like, Liam Neeson 14 <laughs> takes to jump over a fence and take a three-level <laughs> bad, but we, we are we are starting to get up there, but I still think he was amazing. Donnie Yen was amazing. Yeah, I love Donnie agree Yen. With that. Donnie Yen was very good. And Mr. Nobody as well. I was going to be a bad, and now I've actually turned it into a good thing, so this is my second good thing, is, like, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want either of these guys to die. Like, I don't want Mr. Mm. Nobody to die. I don't want um, Donnie Yen's character to die either. And then I was like, I didn't really want Candace to die. And I was like, how are they going to possibly get away with, like, this happening at the end? Like, how are we going to get away with, like, one of them's going to have to die. And then it kind of felt like, in a lot of ways, like a bit of a cop-out. But it also gave us an awesome, brutal, like, he hasn't fired a shot yet. (laughs) It was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I remember saying to you, like, at, at one point when we first meet Bill Skarsgård, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't wait for this guy to yeah, die. Yeah. This is going to be amazing when this guy eats shit. Yeah, it was It was so, uh, that whole bit where he jumped on you, like, oh, yeah, it was, it was just so well telegraphed, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, uh, I was a bit more concerned that Mr. Nobody's dog was going to die. Same. I thought it completely had totaled it when it got hit by that car. Yeah, this franchise hates dogs. I was like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, this guy's, this dog's going, man. But Halle Berry had two dogs and they managed to survive through yeah, three. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, then my final good thing was like, I mean, my great thing was that, that shot in the building. Like there, there was a point there where after, after everything that had unfolded, I was like, where do they go from here? You know, like this is like, where, where, like how? 
You yeah. know, like then and then I checked my phone. I was like, "There's another fucking hour to this movie. <laughs> yeah. What could they possibly do? They're about to go to Sacramento and shoot each other. Like that's that's it. Are we going to get like a forty five minute exposition of Keanu like rebuilding and starting a new life? And we're just going to go, oh, bro, come on, man, like what the fuck? <laughs> or you know, he's going to be go become like you know Doctors Without Borders. He's going to be building something from this privilege, like trying to get his you know like good karma points up or something. But All no, right. we ha- we have the Paris like you know like fight from one side of paris to the other which i thought was like absolutely amazing and then that tracking shot through the building top down exploding bullets oh so good like it's obviously you know like the shot is like one take and it's obvious that every time a bar goes past the camera you're like okay that's them blending two shots together yeah, 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 like, yeah. that makes sense like, i get that don't care fine whatever it was so good Twelve thousand? What? No, what do you get with five thousand? This is at least an eight and a half. So I'm gonna have thirteen thousand five hundred. Uh, I'm evening out the scores on this just to be a dick. <laughs> just to be a dick. How, how good would it have been if? Um, no, shut up. There's no if, way they if he did survive <laughs> and him rebuilding his life was like being a security card at Walmart or something. <laughs> Chapter five: The Karen that refuses to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> Mall Cop now starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Ma'am, you need to put your mask on. I'm not going to put on my mask, lady. That's Baba Yaga. Oh, <laughs> I wear seven. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Anyway, um, yeah. Onto onto the other questions. What's question number two, Kahu? What was the biggest dick move in the movie? I mean, there's uh, there was quite a few quite a few good ones here, but um, we're gonna go with the Belarusians branding him, swearing him into the gang, and then just ditching him, just sending him off to hopefully buy their own freedom. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were working smarter because they were getting John to do everything. Was it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, but like, he's the Baba Yaga. They know he's like this hardcore badass. You don't, you don't try and sell him out. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of understood why they were pissed off though, because this whole film, John is just dropping into his. On his, all his old mates, and they're all getting killed. It's like, just go away, dude. Sort out your own problems instead of bringing us all into it and getting us all killed. Like his mate's daughter in Kyoto, everywhere he goes, everything he touches dies. And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's telling the truth here. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like, what the, f- what? <laughs> Stay the fuck away from this clown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, there's a there's a gruff man outside. Uh, it's kind of longish, dark. No, don't let him in. Don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking let him anywhere. All black. Yeah, yeah, all black. He claims that like you know you guys are mates. Never met him. Don't know him. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Is that explained in this franchise somewhere? That does he just wear all black so people can't see he's bleeding? Or what's the story with that? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe he's a Johnny Cash fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they make suits with Kevlar in any other colour. <laughs> Certainly not white shirts, as we discovered. Can you imagine trying to fight in a suit made of Kevlar? <laughs> Do you imagine how slow you would be? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit. Um, anyway, question number three. What was the most moronic decision made by an otherwise smart character? I thought it was the concierge going along to the meeting with the Marquise. Yeah. Just... Like, he had to know that was a bad idea. I mean, maybe he just didn't really care because he was such a good friend with the manager, but 
It was unwavering loyalty. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it just kind of seemed like a good way to get rid of that character. Such is life. Yeah, such is life. Such is life. God, it was so badass. What the fuck are you on about? Um, the the one for me is like, and I said this to you in the movie, was it's like, don't worry, we've got safe haven for you. And then they take him to some underground like there's no bed there's nowhere to sleep and then they he's like oh i need a weapon it's like no fucking shit this guy needs a weapon like come on smart guy like first of all he's finally asking for a weapon but then <laughs> but then hey we've we've got an underground boat that we're going to take you to 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 the you know sacre coeur and then they drop him off in near the eiffel tower anybody that has <laughs> been to paris away. how much five miles <laughs> yeah, yeah at least it's probably like 10 miles away i've been to paris it's fucking yonks it's like what are you guys fucking doing here and then when he shows up <laughs> when he shows up at the fucking um the shootout and he's just sitting there winston he's just like oh hey it's just like <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> yeah. your life depends on this as well you dumb shit <laughs> yeah 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 he he was actually gonna be one of my dick moves winston just like scheming the whole thing to, for john to take all the punishment on his behalf yeah given that that uh winston was gonna die anyway okay so here we go while we've been talking i've, I've looked it up it's a 20 minute drive so 6.6 k's so it's a d like you know which is about five miles which is a decent hour and ten walk. Yeah. Like, and there's waterways that are, like, way closer. Like, you've, you've basically gone around. along the way. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, they just let them out and just like, oh, do I have a car or anything? Nah, you'll be right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put on a mask? Can I wear a beanie? Can I, like, <laughs> anything? Nah, 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 nah. Just as an aside, one thing that I've always thought films do really badly is the transition from night to day. Yeah. Like, it's always kind of completely dark, and then there's a sunrise. Yeah. Like, there's never anything in between. You don't get, like, this kind of, this uh, what do they call it, the gloaming, like, before the dawn, where it's nah, just... not. Where it's, like, just getting a bit more grey, and then it gets light. It's always I, one or the other. I always love when they start off a battle during the day, and then it's nighttime, and then it's day again, you're like... How has this gone for 12 hours? <laughs> <laughs> However long, like, this is impossible. <laughs> Anywho, question number four. What is it, Kahu? What was the biggest load of bullshit in this movie? There were so many, but it's him falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, that was the one. <laughs> like, and, and, like Hot Rod. <laughs> it was, yeah, like Hot Rod. It was exactly like Hot Rod. But there, there was a point where, like, for people that haven't seen this and aren't planning on seeing it, he basically has to fight his way to the top of these stairs. And if he gets to the top of the stairs, then he'll make it to this final shootout. And he does. He manages to get all the way to the top of the stairs, but then gets stopped right at the top by this one dude who then kicks him down the stairs. And he comically rolls down, I'm going to conservatively say, 90 flights of stairs. Yeah, easy. <laughs> bouncing the whole way. Yeah. But there, But there's... Like it, it, for me, I was like, "Oh, this is so stupid." But then it got so like beyond that. I was like, "This is actually fucking awesome!" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like, awesome. Could have cracked his skull open at any moment. Like the dozen other henchmen that he pushed down the stairs, yeah, yeah. and they died almost immediately when they hit the stairs. I, I got up when it took a massive slash because this movie's like nearly three hours long. <laughs> yeah. Took a massive slash, went and got some more popcorn and a drink, came back. The guy's still rolling down the stairs. I'm like, wow, that's fucking interesting. That's a choice. Yeah, that was that was pretty golden, that moment. It was pretty much. I mean, you were a bit like, 
You know, when that happened, because there had been so much action in this movie today, it had taken him so long to get to the top of the stairs. And yeah. He fell all the way back down. I was like, oh, I've got to watch this all again. <laughs> Most ruthless game of snakes and ladders that I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, it's that one where you get to square 99. 99. And it sends you back to like <laughs> 12. square 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking never going to beat my kid. <laughs> Um, my mine was Kane just being absolutely unbeatable. <laughs> like, even yeah, even like, it's so ridiculous. He's just like rare in the jewel with his just waving aimlessly. It's like um, you know, when you're playing Time Crisis and you're just like you're just trying to get the crosshairs anywhere close to somebody before you shoot it. Oh, like Duck Hunt sort of like one of those shooting games. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. like for the best, like aiming in general direction. Yeah. yeah. Um even more so because he said that he wasn't initially blind. Like you think, well, maybe if he had grown up blind on like the mean streets and had to fend for himself, then sure, it's potentially plausible in this less than plausible world. But yeah. It's like he's blooming Daredevil, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he's such a badass that he's blind. And I'm like, yeah, cool, handy capable, I get it. But I'm like, yeah, it's just insane. Yeah. It's just insane. Yeah. I mean, great. He, he was great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it was just, yeah. And old Captain Baba Yaga knows this. Like, he just has to take a step to the, like, a meter to the right, and he's not going to be able to shoot him at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's like, like, basically hoping, you know, like Kane's basically hoping that he's immediately behind him. You know, when he turns around, the guy's directly in front of him. That's all he's hoping for. Yeah. You know, come on, man. <laughs> like, if, you know, because when they're putting the word out for anybody to kill him, if I was one of those tracksuit gangsters running in to kill him, I'd just be like, you know what? I'm just going to sit way up here on this window ledge. With a sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just anything. And, and wait till he's doing his shit below and then... I'm just going to unload an entire magazine in the general direction and then fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, instead of trying to beat him in close quarters. I mean, like that was going to be one of my questions. Is like, at what point are you, would you, as a henchman, have fucked off? Like, we know what he. Why would you go after him? You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. you know you're going to die. Oh, he's just murdered seventeen hundred people. Well, I'm different. I'm actually tougher than all the rest <laughs> yeah, of these yeah, guys. Yeah. Oh, and then I got thrown into a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got thrown in front of a bus. In the middle of the Arc de Triomphe, which traffic would have stopped immediately if somebody started shooting people all over the place. Yeah, well, that's another, uh, I'll get on to a yeah, we'll sim- talk about similar yeah. point like that later on. Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely talk about that soon. Uh, question five, first of our Patreon questions, come courtesy of our mate Nick Haskins of Nikolai's Kitchen. Also of live stream for The Cure, an event that we will be involved with again. Uh, it's in May. I'll be doing a little bit more of a promo before then. But his question this week, what type of meal is this movie? It's a pizza with too many toppings. Oh, you're a dick. To the point where there's just a mass of flavor, like a mass, a generic mass of flavor. Because by the end of this film, you're just like, I just can't take any more of this. <laughs> it's just, there's just so much pop, pop, pop in your ears. I went with like an incredibly like, tasty unexpectedly tasty burger and chips that you've eaten at a bar lena in a bar that's just full of like raging like music and like shit going off and fucking crazy shit happening and you're like this is actually really tasty delicious but there's so much going on that i don't know what the fuck is happening i'm (laughs) having my senses assaulted but in a good way not an overflowing of flavors you piece of (laughs) in a good way good way Uh, shit sandwich what a 
Anyway, uh, question number six, Kahu. What character best represents the other podcaster? You're definitely the concierge. Oh, <laughs> isn't that nice? Because I put you as the manager. Oh, <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I can see that. I can kind of see that. He's a bit of a scumbag that gets other people to do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, is this accurate? Oh, look at that. Friends I've, for life. I've got self-awareness. <laughs> I'd happily let you take a bullet and then say, it was, should have been me, but uh, yeah. oh well. <laughs> yeah, as, as, you, as you stand over me taking my dying breath, just be like, well, such is life. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pin number, bro? <laughs> What's your bank login details? <laughs> I kind of lost my job here, man. You can at least help me before you die. Uh, question number seven. What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear immediately after you finish having sex? It's not so much what you would hear. It's what you wouldn't. And that's all John Wick's creepy silences. <laughs> what does that all mean? You say it best when you say nothing at all. Oh yeah, give me give me that mental picture of Ronan instead. Yeah, I mean that's Keanu Reeves' acting style. He does say it best when he sees nothing at all. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's Keanu. It, Love it, the guy, amazing person, but he's he's not, never going to win an Oscar. <laughs> like imagine imagine being one of the actors in the dialogue scenes with him. You're saying all your lines and you just get nothing in response. You just feel like this is so shit. How am I supposed to act in this? <laughs> Yeah, like I absolutely loved Ed McShane. Like he, yeah, he yeah. knew he knew what was up. Like he cranked it to fucking fourteen, just to like you know, just yeah, to elevate yeah. some of the scenes that they were in. But I mean, it's almost as if the other character is just speaking all Keanu's responses as well. <laughs> <laughs> but even the others, even Donnie Yen, he cranked it to like fourteen. He was yeah, not eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. They just kept it up, man. They were they were awesome. Uh, the one for me is uh, I've actually inverted the question I've gone with the best thing to hear immediately after you finish having sex, which is a quote that you may have looked over and noticed, hey, Sam's on his phone, and I was immediately writing this down when he said it because I was like, I've got to keep that. So Ian McShane's Winston and Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu, when they're in the boat, uh, yeah. you know, the boat I've just been talking about, at one point there he says, when I advised you not to dip your pinky into this pond, I didn't think I'd get this wet. <laughs> Yeah, I I do remember that line now, and I thought, hmm, that's a bit of an odd thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad Sadowski has listened to this podcast, and he basically catered for me and put that line of dialogue. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. I know you're a massive fan of the podcast. So I've seen your emails, bro. I'll reply to them one day. What but. a Chad. <laughs> what a Chad. It's the Chad. Uh, question eight. What's something in this movie that you notice that you don't think other people might have immediately noticed? So there's about 20 movies that this movie ripped off, and, and I'll get to I'll get to that a little bit later. That was the first thing I noticed. But the but the thing for me is, as a father of a newborn child, or I mean, he's six months, seven months, whatever that is, as a father of a baby, his lack of sleep. You know, when they're like, we've got a safe place for you for the night, and then they just give him a gun and just send him back out onto the street. I was like, this poor fucking dude, man, he's been through some shit. Give him a fucking nap, you know, <laughs> like let him sleep it off. This poor bastard. Hey, maybe, and maybe this is more of a controversial opinion. Maybe he didn't actually die of his wound at the end. Maybe he just <laughs> died of lack of sleep. He's one of like those, um, uh, those Korean internet gamer stories you see. 
<laughs> and they've gamed for like 44 hours straight, and then they just collapse. <laughs> Play StarCraft for 48 hours. Yeah. I've played like Warcraft. I don't know, the Spycraft? What the fuck is this? Assassin Craft. I've played Assassin Craft for 48 hours. My heart stops. And it's just like, oh, I can't, can't, can't stay awake any longer. Um, maybe. There you go, maybe. Mine was, just how does King get to Europe? Like he's not exactly going to be a first class passenger, is he, on a jet? And he can't take the train unless there's maybe like some secret homeless society tunnel that goes between North America and Europe. I feel like they have an homeless person underground, <laughs> undersea. Underground? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> A dude falls five stories out of a window, then hops up and starts, walks away, Kahoot. Do you really think? Oh, yes. That was <laughs> that was another big load of bullshit, right? When he yes, that was... Splashes out the window. That was the one I was thinking of. Just before the staircase. Yeah. It was like the lead up to the staircase. It's like, well, if the audience accepts this, they're definitely going to accept that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's he didn't actually land like flush on the roof either. He kind of landed on the frame. <laughs> nah, bro, you've... At least, like, broken your back. <laughs> Easily. Uh, question number nine is a Patreon question. Comes courtesy of our mate Julio of the Contrarians podcast. The Contrarians are an awesome podcast where they rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine, taking a film universally beloved or hated and arguing the opposites. So they'd argue why this film movie is shit. Maybe they should get you on because you genuinely believe this movie is shit. But <laughs> good for you. foul mood. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Their question, what is your most controversial opinion about this film? So we have um, Marquise, who's like quite well connected and can pay to get stuff done for him, right? Yeah. We have him. We've got Mr. Nobody, who's, you know, just kind of blends in behind the scenes and can sneak around. And if he gets in a jam, he's got his dog to help him out. And then we've got Kane, who we've already spoken about, who's just got like superhuman senses and agility. And then we have John Wick, who is just slow and large, and it's just totally implausible that he's an unbeatable assassin. Not not four films unbeatable assassin. I, I kind of put down that he becomes more and more of a pussy as the film goes on. You know what I mean? Like Keanu like, is over the franchise. He yeah. starts off as this mythical being. He's the Baba Yaga. Like, you know, you just like, and like in the first movie, he is headshotting literally everyone. And in this, he can't even shoot a guy from 30 yards away, you know, or, you know, it was 60 yards, I suppose. But, like, even when he's fighting on the streets and stuff like that and, like, shooting these guys, I get they're all bodied armored up. Like, that makes sense. But he just gets worse. And every yeah. time they try to talk to him about something, oh, it's my wife, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> why, why are you supposed to be the stone-cold-hearted assassin who's lost everything he, like, lives for yeah. or kills for or dies for or whatever the fuck that she, she died Machisi than, was going on? She died three films ago. Get over exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> man. It was in the first chapter. <laughs> uh, question number 10, Kahoot. What job would this movie be most suitable for? I mean... I really need to potentially write these when I haven't been to a party the night before and I'm incredibly fucking hungover because I've written crash test gummies <laughs> and I kind of want to know what a crash test gummy is. I don't really want to know what a crash test gummy is. That being said, what I think I've meant to say is because I've written fashion house underneath it is this do this movie would be perfect for testing fabrics and fashion houses to make mm. sure that the garments hold up together. And because mm. I mean, you're right. Like he, has this Dusik Bacchino where he basically can turn into God mode by pulling a little 
his jacket over his head and then he's like invincible it's like oh good for you that's pretty awesome but yeah which makes you think why don't they just have a similar thing on the head like a skull cap yeah why don't they have a hat like a yarmulke or something i mean he's not trying to blend in every anyway everybody's trying to kill him so yeah yeah a balaclava um, a ba- made of this Kevlar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? It just bounce off. Just yeah. straight off. Um, I have a poorly paid high school janitor. Because, because they're not, they're not, they're not going to bother cleaning up all of this mess. If Keanu kicks down this garage door and headshots you, I am going to laugh my head off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number 11. What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this movie? So, would I wait until the boss of the club is actually dead before I think it's now a good time to leave? You know, he's he's getting badly beaten up. There's a few henchmen that have been killed. But, you know, I'll just keep partying away. Yeah, okay. So, But, th- w- but when I actually know he's dead, then I'm going to run off and leave. Yeah, so that was kind of one of my big loads of bullshit was the fact that, you know, that big, large German dude and Keanu – pretty much trying to kill each other and there's just a ton of euro trash around them partying like like no one cares yeah you know i've been to a lot of euro trash parties actually no yeah there's a lot of drug use so they probably wouldn't notice they do look like mean parties though they do look pretty fucking awesome they look pretty cool <laughs> I did, did you notice about that scene i maybe should have said this earlier but there was like a couple of dudes in business shirts and trousers <laughs> and then everybody else was in like like really latex and leather and shit yeah, yeah. leather and latex yeah. and then there's these two guys so i'm like did you just like not have enough extras and got a couple of dudes walking past to jump in there were some executive producers that showed up and like we need to be in this movie it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah well we don't have a costume for you everyone else is like we got told to come in like, we're in this movie bro <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't give a shit we are in this fucking movie <laughs> but we don't we don't have anything i'm in this movie i'm telling you now i'm in it yeah put me in that scene well, maybe no one's going to notice. Carrie noticed. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I mean, my one, like, where are the cops? You know, and and like, there, there's so many, and I've already gone over them. Like, if I was a henchman, would I actually bother and go show up at this? You know, like, would I try and take down the world's greatest assassin? Like, why would I think that? Like, I get Mister Nobody, you know, is on a crusade on that sort of stuff. Speaking of Mister Nobody, does he have teleportation powers? Because he's at the Arc de Triomphe like miles away trying to assassinate him and then he's right in the same building as Keanu who's taken off on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How? He, wrote, he doesn't know he where wrote, Keanu's going. He's managed to keep up with him. He rode his dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's a tracking dog. <laughs> yeah. Hi-ho, silver away. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually thought that Mr. Nobody was a bit, he was a bit... Un- underutilized in this film some ways yeah yeah i thought he could have he definitely could have lended a hand <laughs> oh i couldn't watch that but i i know you could have i was like nah not watching this it's funny because it was like a, a like a brief moment of like you know audio cut out and i just hear the, and i was like yeah that's kahu <laughs> i was like oh no that's kahu he'd be able to do the um what is it? Like the Vulcan V? A lot easier? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spock sign. His mates would go, hey, nobody, do the Vulcan V. He'd be like, ah! <laughs> anyway, question 12. What character clearly needs to get laid? 
I feel like Keanu's a little bit dusty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What have you got? I I think they've just they're all putting all of their testosterone in the wrong direction. So there's a good argument for most of the characters in this film. Yeah, like literally everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have the Marquise, but I don't know. I think he'd he'd be into some pretty disturbing shit. Yeah, so. I don't really want to know. Yeah, he's got all those women rolling around in circles, fencing around him. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah this is I'm gonna like, turn nasty soon. You know what horsey people are like. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like Winston. I feel like Winston's long overdue a bit of a stress relief after all the shit that he's been put through <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Yeah. Maybe him. Maybe maybe that Belarusian lady. She was a bit, yeah. she was a bit crazy. A volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get branded first, Sam. Maybe you're into that. I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> one on each cheek. I've got skin. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Who the fuck am I kidding? <laughs> Listen to this load of shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much everyone. That was going to be my answer. <laughs> uh, and question number 13, what minor change to this film would have ended it like in about 15 minutes? I feel like they could have just got to this duel pretty quickly. It seemed quite convenient that, oh, you know what, John? You can challenge the Marquis to a duel, like three quarters of the way through the film. Like, sure, surely Winston knew this, like, right at the beginning. Yeah. So, oh, this this convenient fact that I've forgotten after you got pasted in in uh, Kyoto and your best yeah. mate died. But here we go. Could have gone to Kyoto, got sworn in. Hey, I challenge you. Movie's over in half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily, easily. Yeah. Or even the Belarusians or, like, somebody else. Yeah, like, it, se- it seemed like that whole seeing the family of Belarusians was just an excuse to get that that big German dude and that whole club scene into the film. <laughs> Maybe. Probably was. Yeah, I mean, the one for me is like, like you were talking about plot contrivances, and I'll admit this. Why is he doing any of this shit? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. after he goes and kills the outer, it's like, and then Winston loses a hotel. It's just like, they could have stopped there and no one would have fucking cared. Or like, if what's Keanu up to? Like, what does he give a shit? Or if he's so unbeatable and the problem is that the high table people just get replaced. Yeah. I mean, why doesn't he just keep killing them all over and over again? Exactly. Like, if that's basically what he's doing with other people anyway. Yeah. I I could also petition that this film would have ended after about 15 minutes. It just cuts to a shot of him out in the middle of the desert, just like, what the fuck? Should have brought water. (laughs) Was that? that (laughs) Milk was a bad choice. (laughs) That opening scene, was was that guy he shot one of the high table? I think he was supposed to be one of the high table, yeah. They called him the elder, and I suspect he was one of the table but yeah right like at this point i'm like what is kahu doing (laughs) (laughs) what are are you doing to be honest it's a very valid question but what is kahu doing at this point like where where is he going like what's he doing like i suppose the the thing for me and this is maybe controversial opinion is that there's no substance in any of these films high octane thrill rides absolutely but, like, I don't remember the intricacies of the plot or, like, why somebody's supposed to be doing It's, like, literally for me, it's Keanu's going to kill some people. That's what he's got to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's three movies. And I love that. I think it's great. I think it's amazing. <laughs> Give me more. Pissed off he died. But fucking whatever. Maybe he didn't die. I don't reckon he did. We didn't actually see I don't, him I don't yet. Uh, unless we see his corpse get exploded into a thousand different pieces and even then he could have been substituted with a dummy body you know like i don't i don't think he's died i I think he's gonna make a comeback 
Anyway, that moves us over to our uh, personal questions. What do you got there, Kahu? Yeah, my first question is, at what point in this film should John really have died? I think I've already answered it. In the desert, when he like, <laughs> lost his horse or whatever, or he came across that dude and doesn't know how to get back. I mean, the other one was like the falling out the window. But there yeah. is a few scenes there where he, like, regardless of wearing a Kevlar suit, like, you're still getting pulverized. you still yeah, got a yeah. squishy substance inside. Yeah, particularly scenes like the uh, the roundabout scene in Paris, you know, where there's threats from 360 degrees. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know, he's in a building and clearing it out room by room. No. It's something he can at least kind of control. Yeah. Yeah. My second question, if there was an intercontinental Auckland, so Auckland being the biggest city in New Zealand, who would the manager of that facility be? Who's the most badass New Zealander we've got? Lucy Lawless? You know, Xena? Yeah, that'd be good. Zoe Bell? Yeah. Maybe, you know, the famous stunt actress. I think Lucy Lawless would be that, that good mix of badass and, like, putting on the good front. Yeah, she would. And it'd be ironic because these, like, these businesses operate based on rules and she's lawless. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, contrary. How about... It would be so lame, bro. Could you imagine? The, what about, you can't conduct business on the continental grounds there, buddy. Oh, far out. That's no no good. Yep, sorry, mate. Yep, no, nah, you can't do anything around here. Uh, my final question, and I think we've covered this a little bit already, is knowing John Wick's history, why do random tracksuit gangsters think they have a chance at taking him down? I have absolutely no idea. Literally no idea. Like, why... Why do you think I'm the special one, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, even if they did get lucky and were the one that killed him, they'd be blabbing about their 28 million or whatever it was to everybody. They'd be shouting yeah. drinks at the bar all the time. And you know some higher-up dude is just going just gonna to knock them off and take the money. It'd be gone within within seconds, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alternatively, they'll go to see the guy and be like, here you go, cool, I killed him. And I'll be like, cool. And then they'll just kill that dude and be like, oh, I don't have to pay him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't have to pay Stumpy McGee who accidentally <laughs> ran him over yeah, yeah. while arriving on the scene because he couldn't hit the brakes in time but <laughs> yeah. managed to kill him. Or it's just like some, some rando dude, that, dude that's been out to the theatre with his wife. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at that. <laughs> killed that dude. <laughs> Oh, what? You want to give me $28 million? <laughs> Just for sneezing on him and he, he died from influenza like a week yeah, later? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, Woo, gave him COVID. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, well, he, he does have a bulletproof suit, so you have to get creative about it. You've got to give him some sort of disease or gas or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, that moves me over to my questions. What movie does this movie most owe a beer to for pilfering all its good shit? So, was it was the stolen from? Um, am I pilfering your answer for this one? Yeah. No, no, no. I've got like ten answers. So okay, I'm, I'm well, I'll, I'll, I'll just go with the one that stuck out to me, and that was the the whole scene with the with the radio announcements in Paris. And was that whole HQ in the Eiffel Tower? Yes, it was, yes. Because the Eiffel mm. Tower famously used to be a broadcast tower during one of the World Wars and maybe both, yeah. Uh, yep, chalk up another totally ridiculous thing of this film. But yeah, like... No one would ever notice anybody operating a radio station out of a, a world-famous landmark 
you know, that has yeah. heritage status, co. No one would notice a whole group of people going up and down that. No, come on, bro. Like, I mean, they they couldn't have have copied any more of that uh, to the T from the Warriors as they did. You know, only yeah. showing the the woman's mouth and lower part of her face and and just the way she was saying things. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, all they else they could have done was somebody saying, "Can you dig it?" <laughs> and then it would have been a total giveaway. I'm surprised Lawrence Fishburne didn't say that at some point. <laughs> yes, actually, he would have been the perfect person. He to would say. have been absolutely <laughs> fucking perfect. Yeah. So the one for me is like I've written, I've written Warriors. Obviously, that was one. It was like they pilfered all the best shit from action movies from the last twenty years. One of them being Rogue One, where Donnie Yen plays a blind guy that's also somehow, like, he's not a Jedi, but he's, like, fucking awesome and fucks people up and all that sort of shit. It was, like, it was pretty bold casting that they got Donnie Yen back to play the exact same character. <laughs> yeah, what what, was, eight years later. What was, uh, what was this classic line in that film from Rogue One? I'm one with the Force and the Force of me. Oh, I am oh, yeah. with the Force and the Force of yeah, me. Yeah, something, something like that, eh? Yeah. Strolls out and doesn't get smoked. They have one German guy who just says, I am Klaus. And that's all he says. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, I am Groot. I was <laughs> that like, was good, yeah. Okay, cool. I am Klaus. I am Klaus. I am Klaus. Asthmatic bad guy playing poker. <laughs> Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. It's the exact same. You know, Euro Trash as well. Like, you know, I can't remember what the Shifa or whatever he's supposed to be. Dutch, you know, Danish, obviously. Yeah. But- oh, and the um, and and just on the Bond theme, that, that grill as well he had. Yes. Um, what's, what's that famous Bond villain's name? Jaws. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was another one. Donnie Yen was dressed up like Mister Chow from The Hangover for a lot of this. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yes. Had had like a you know the same jacket, white polo. Um, yeah. you know the hair slicked down, like the same sort of aviators. A little bit of facial hair. I was like, these Ch- what the fuck That's is going right, on right here? Right at the beginning, eh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was that was all the worst offenders. There's also a bit of bit of Kill Bill going on. Oh yes, yeah. With the with the Kyoto sequences. Yeah. So there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. Next question. As we mentioned, Keanu dies at the end, or does he? What other action movie or franchise really should have killed their lead at the end? Would have made it better almost. Uh Oh, there was another one that got stolen because Bond died in the most recent Bond movie. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think in the last Bad Boys film they both should have died. <laughs> I mean, by the time they, you were hoping they did, by the time they get round to doing another film in that franchise, they're both going to be about sixty. What are they going to be by that bad geriatrics? You can't call them bad boys anymore. They've fucking outgrown that phase. Bad, um, bad third ages, <laughs> septuagenarian. Yeah, I mean, Arnie should have died at the end of Commando. That was like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting that in there to piss off Machu, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Machu. Uh, the final one. Conservatively, what was the collective shooting accuracy of everybody in this movie? Conservatively, 95%. What, miss? No hit. Well, come <laughs> on, man. Well, for Keanu, anyway. No, even he shit. Yeah, but he makes 19 out of 20. Yeah, true. Uh, at one point, I was actually counting up as... Uh, his splendid 21-round magazine. Oh, yeah, seeing if it's bullshit. And uh, I don't know, because there's other other guns going off at the same time, but I yeah. think the time I was counting it, it was more than 21. But I, I just know, found that... I found counting? 
I found the Kyoto scene and one of the other ones where it was just like all these people are getting shot. But the same by that same rationale though, like if you're hitting a dude who's wearing, you know, God mode mm, jacket, is it you've hit him, it's not doing anything, you know. Yeah. It's kinda hard to say, but yeah, I I felt like this was stormtrooper level at some point there, you know, when like a couple of people are dying but no one's really getting hit and yeah, nothing's yeah. really happening and Yeah. Anyway, that takes us down to our final question, which is also a Patreon question. Comes courtesy of our mate Chris Yeeney. Uh What on the nose song would you drop into this film, and in what scene? Hmm. Thanks, Chris. And I'd just like to point out though that this film, thanks, Chad. I know again, I know you listen to our podcast, massive fan, but they did this for us. You know, at one point there, like the Warriors lady, as you mentioned plays nowhere to run like a cover of like nowhere to run to baby nowhere to hide. like legitimately like drops that in yeah and it's like wow that's on the nose <laughs> and it's, it's in the sea where keanu literally is trying to run away from everyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway what what, are, what else do you have what's yours um in the club scene i've gone with travis why does it always rain on me <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> this is not bad <laughs> tlc waterfalls would have been another good oh, one that would have been better actually. that would have been even yeah, better that would have been better my I, i've got two i would have loved teenage mutant ninja turtles when he's like fucking around with the nunchuckers oh like, yeah yeah and, and the other dude's having a sword fight i'm like there's leonardo and michelangelo that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool that was up there but then the one that i really wanted and i don't even know what it sounds like so i'm you know just making shit up whatever the theme song is to frogger <laughs> frogger what's frogger is frogger a, is a video, video game hey. from the yeah. 80s in which a frog tries to get across a very busy road <laughs> Frog being a, you know, like, colloquial term for Frenchman, and they're in the fucking Arc de Triomphe oh, trying right. to get across the road. I was like, this is Frogger. This is fucking Frogger right here. Oh, a bit like, a bit like that game Crossy Road where you're the, the chicken. That was Please a, don't tell us about your bedroom habits, man. I don't fucking an- like Another luck. thing I was thinking of is, like, John Wick obviously has all sorts of random talents like what do you what do you think is the most like random thing that who would be a bit of an expert at embroidery embroidery yeah i was gonna i was gonna say i reckon he knows how to cross edge i reckon (laughs) he's down i I reckon he'd uh he'd just like break out some piano man and a and a whole bunch of people (laughs) i reckon it's like his his soothing time to play piano he loves karaoke bars it's like (laughs) yeah yeah He's the life of the party. Yeah, he's the life, absolutely. He's the dude at the party that busts out a guitar and starts playing Wonderwall at 2am when everyone else is like, oh, God. Can't we just listen to the, the stereo again for a little bit longer? Yeah. Oh, it's John again. Yeah. I said maybe. Yeah. Learn a new song, John. Boom, headshot. <laughs> Ever dwindling party. Anyway, that takes us to the end. I still can't believe you gave us a shit sandwich. Actually, I can. It's you. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it was, to be honest, it was just a bit long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I might have given it uh, like a six or a seven if it was half an hour shorter. Like out of 10,000? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good score for me lately. Six out of 10,000 is a good score for you. Yeah. Uh, anyway uh anywho yeah that does take us down to the end thank you everybody for listening future episodes somebody keeps messaging me about dungeons and dragons and when are we going to see it and can we go see it so me and kahu are probably going to do an episode on dungeons and dragons i I feel like my hype about it's going to end before it actually comes out and then sam will ask me to say it and i'll be like yeah it's out this week (laughs) yeah 
It's out this oh, Thursday. Can, then. Yeah. So yeah, that's coming out soon. Uh, Liz has recorded or is recording a special episode to promote live stream for The Cure with Dan and Nick. Um, it's a movie that has a number in the title and also has a color in the title. Uh, oh, okay. Thank right. God we are not on this, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, that would just about be the line where I'd say I'm not watching a movie. Yeah, I'm to, done. Right. To do an episode. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, there is one movie we're going to do this year called Big Shark. I need to show you the trailer for that before you leave. But uh, but we are going to leave. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In or Instagram and Facebook at Movie Reviews In Twenty Qs. And thank you everybody that has kept up listening to us. I've seen the download figures and we're still going pretty good, even though we're only fortnightly episodes. So that's much appreciated. We love you guys tuning in and uh, checking out whatever. I don't know what this is. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fortnightly, your fortnightly bullshit. Yeah, exactly. That's thanks from me. See ya.